0: May God bless you as you watch this week's message.
1: We are gonna enter into a time of prayer. Um, Normally when I'm gonna close out worship, a few days before the Lord Lord will put a word on my heart and I kept not getting a clear word this week and I know it's because I have been wrestling with a ton of anxiety and I know that the Lord is saying he wants to set people free here today. So I just, um, if you could do me a favor, I am grateful. I have not wrestled with anxiety. It's been foreign to me most of my life. But um, the last few weeks I haven't been sleeping and it's just bred into a ton of anxiety and panic attacks in the night. And I know the Lord is setting me free. So I feel like there are other people in here. Can you do me a favor and raise your hand? If you've been having physical anxiety, physical panic attacks, trouble sleeping, yeah, raise your hand. If you have that thing that's grasping onto you where you can't breathe, where it's affecting your life. Keep your hand raised and if everyone will put hands on these people, there is freedom here today. I am going to be free. People are going to be set free. We were not made for anxiety. We're going to pray. I'm going to just pray over here and read some scriptures. But you guys can, if you get words for the people you're laying hands on, feel free to pray for them. Lord, I just thank you. I thank you that you are good. Jesus, we love you, we repent, Lord, of just whatever we've we've given way to fear. But Lord, I just see that you see us, you see how you made us. You see the struggles, you see the sin, you see the fear, and you are setting us free. The image the Lord has given me this week is um, like a black slime on my heart, and I have to keep pulling it up and handing it to him. And so I just want you to picture the whatever the anxiety is or the lack of sleep or the physical ailment. It's like a black slime, but it's easily peeled off and it's handed to the Lord. Every song sung today was about casting your anxieties on the Lord and the deliverance and the freedom from Him. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Be anxious about nothing. Do not be anxious about anything but in every situation, by prayer and petition, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. Psalm 91, you will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right, but it will not come near you. Psalm 34, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from every fear those who look to him are radiant and their faces are never covered with shame jesus we welcome you in here we set our eyes upon you the enemy has intended for evil lord these things that you are building in us an endurance you are building in us strength but anxiety is not from you lord we repent for allowing fear in and we receive the freedom of Christ that he paid for on the cross, we receive it. Holy Spirit, I pray you will fall in a mighty way right now and people will be set free. I just pray, Lord, that this slime, these fears will be pulled off of hearts, will be pulled off of minds and you would equip us with your word. Jesus, that we rebuke panic attacks, we rebuke physical anxiety, we rebuke lack of sleep, we rebuke physical ailments, Jesus. We welcome you in this place. You slept on the boat when there was a storm, Lord. I pray that every person in here, Lord, would just be filled with the peace of Christ that surpasses understanding. There's a song I've been listening to, and the lyrics say, I will choose life, even in darkness. Your truth lights a beautiful spark. In the heart and soul, be still and know my fear is gone here in your presence a new song rises to heaven this heart and soul will be still and no we just declare that god is good and that he is setting us free today there is freedom here today and we just receive it lord and we thank you for it
2: just a quick follow-up as the lord is working on this anxiety stuff I I saw, as Laura was sharing, uh, an Indiana Jones movie, you know, and there's all these stressful moments, the chase scenes and the bad guys and all that stuff, but if you've seen the movie a hundred times, you kind of know how it's going to end, you know, it's going to be okay. And I felt like the Lord's saying, we need to step into the, it is finished today. You know, we're in the middle of it. You're in the middle of the battle. You know, I'm going to see a victory, you know, that's all. But there's a way in which we just need to step into the, it is finished. You know, Indiana Jones wasn't worried. He knew kind of how it was going to. He read the script, you know. It's going to be okay. And we can enter into the it is finished. Father, we just do that today. It seems stressful as the chase is going on and the bad guys and all the stuff. But, Father, we thank you, Lord. It's going to end okay. And, Father, we step into the it is finished today. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus. we were just praying
0: um, earlier on with Frankie. And I, I think it's a I felt like that was a word. For all of us, and Evie actually confirmed it with um, new findings, like I guess, that they have discovered about the pool of silo, right? I think I've read that recently that they've actually reopened it for the first time in, I think, in 2,000 years recently, which is incredible. Am I right? Yeah. And um, um, silo means gushing forth. And um, in the back of my house, we have um, a, um, an overflow, they call it. I always thought it was like a little brook, but there's really actually no water in there. And it's an overflow that when there's a lot of rain uh, that just gush, gushes forth, it comes forth. The, that overflow basically allows the extra water that's coming to just like carries it to uh, a nearby lake. Or a nearby body of water. And um, and I was thinking that, you know, sometimes in our lives, that overflow gets filled up with literal junk. Right? Debris of all kinds. uh, uh, Broken cans, bottles of Coke, paper, ice cream wraps. All kinds of stuff gets like, just falls into this thing, right? And in our lives, so many times, all of that stuff represents the things that block us from moving forward with God. You know what? There comes a time in all of us, in each and every one of us, that we have to make a decision to no longer allow those things in our lives to cloud and clutter our lives. Because they do. And so fear and anxiety clutter our lives and, 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 and the cares of this life and the worries of life and money and jobs and things, they clutter our lives. And it's so hard to just say, oh yeah, it's nothing. No, just forget about it. Because you know what's going to happen, right? You know the expression, the, you know, you shove things under the rug, right? I think we all... Often shove things under the rug and you know if it's something small and you step on it it kind of disappears after a while but eventually if you keep on putting things under the rug and not addressing them not taking care of those things in your life if I don't take th- care of those things in my life eventually it is going to become a mountain and you know there's something that God wants to do in our lives and it comes by way of this Gushing forth of the water of the Holy Spirit, the water of worship. When we focus on the Lord and we worship Him, that water, the pool of Siloam, opens up and it just carries all of that garbage out of the way. And it carries all the concerns, all the anxiety, all the fears, everything that we struggle with, all the stuff that we have not given full control to God for. It just gets taken away. You know, last Wednesday we had a powerful time of worship and Laura was not here, but that's exactly what we focused on. We focused on worship. We focused on giving God our worries and anxieties, our fears, our concerns and it was a powerful time. In fact, I've heard of a few people that said, I just feel like God just lifted something off of me. And it was a breakthrough. You know what? God wants you to have a breakthrough yeah. today. You know what? You can choose to say, well, I just come to church and there was nothing for me. I, I, I just don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm here, God. But you know what? God doesn't always work on your timetable. Uh, okay, it's 10 to 10.30, that's worship. Okay, we're done now. I guess we're done. That's not the way it works with God. He is looking for hearts that are going to be open and allow that river whoo, to just carry the junk out of the way so that he can be glorified and he can be exalted. You know, and we sang this song, I exalt thee. There comes a time that we have to exalt God above everything else. Over your fears, over your anxiety, over your concern, whether you have financial concern, whether you have health issues, concerns, whatever it is. I have been praying this week that God would do a work in our midst, right? That will result in signs and wonders and miracles and healings and deliverances. If we believe, you know what? I want you to know that there's absolutely no power here in this area. None. The power is here in your heart, my heart. It's called expectation. So would you just put your hands up once more for me? And just tell them, God, here I am. Here I am. Just go ahead, tell them, here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord. Here I am, God. Here we are, Lord. We need you today. More than the air we breathe. More than the food we eat. More than anything else. We need you today. We need you more than another sermon. We need you more than another song. We need your spirit right now, this very moment. Right this very moment, God. And we pray for healing. The power of God to be released right now in this room. In the name of Jesus. We pray for freedom in the Holy Spirit that the freedom of God will be released right now in the name of Jesus all over this room. Oh God. Oh God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're struggling with fear, put your right hand on your heart and just, just tell them right now, God, I commit my fear to you. And just tell, speak to that fear in you. Just say, fear, go in Jesus' name. Jesus name. Just say "A fear, go in Jesus' name. Fear is a spirit, friends. It's not just an emotional response. It is also an emotional response. But there is such a thing as a spirit of fear in the Bible. The Bible says that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but he's given us power, love, and a sound mind. And so you have, it's within your authority as a believer to just declare over yourself, fear, go in Jesus' name. Anxiety, go in Jesus' name. We declare freedom in this place right now. Father, I pray for everybody that needs a touch from Almighty God. Father, release right now the anointing of healing over your church in Jesus' name. We release the anointing of God for healings over your church, over your body, over your Children, in Jesus' name, any spirit of infirmity, we tell it to go in Jesus' name. And we declare freedom and healing in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father.
3: Really feel that that word has real significance for us in 2023, um, um, and that was a place where the the person that had been born blind from born blind uh, mm-hmm. was healed, mm-hmm. and this was an interesting thing that they asked who sinned, the parents or this person who had sinned to mm-hmm. cause this to happen, and that's when Jesus said neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the works of God should be revealed. And um, so then um, they said to the to the person he that when after he was healed they said um, how were you healed and he said um, he said that this is when Jesus spat on the ground and made clay with his saliva and he anointed the eyes with, of the man's eyes with clay and Jesus said to him go wash in the pool and so he went and he washed and he came back seeing. And so I just really believe that the witness of two people, that this this gushing forward of, of waters has real significance for us in 2023. And what I think it represents is extraordinary miracles,
4: mm.
3: just extraordinary miracles. And I just want to release that power of that water so and i think mm. that water so it's going to go way yes, deep yes, in deep yes. crevices like deep mm. places where people haven't been able to be healed in the past or mm. where people haven't been able to be saved like our prodigal children and just the really hard things but so father in the name of jesus we just agree for 2023 mm. for that gushing forth of that pool of mm. that ex- extraordinary power and God of yeah,
0: you, yeah, yeah.
3: releasing and extending your hand to touch and to heal. And so, Father, I thank you that in just places that we don't expect this year, that there are going to be extraordinary miracles. We just declare extraordinary miracles. Mm. And I do think it has to do with what David was saying about expectation and just standing and standing and believing. Mm. And, God, so we just exalt you as King of kings and Lord of lords. We exalt you as the one who does miracles. So I thank you today for salvations and healings and miracles. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for that cleansing. And, Lord, I also just hear in my spirit that that man, he yielded. Mm. He yielded to the cleansing. He wasn't prideful. He didn't. He was humble. He just received and he yielded. So, Father, I thank you that in our yieldedness, Lord, I yield, and I thank you in our yieldedness of all things to you, that you will cleanse and restore and heal and save. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
5: Well, I have to be obedient um, because during worship, the Lord gave me the picture of the man that was by the pool of the that was lame. Mm. And I remember that scene in the movie when Jesus came to him. Mm. And he stood there and he talked to him. And he was asking him questions. And the man wanted to say all the reasons why he had not been able to be healed. Mm-hmm. He had all these reasons yeah. year after year when the angel would come and stir the water. And everybody got in front of him or something happened. And Jesus asked him this question. Do you want to walk? Mm. Pick up your hand and walk. And I heard in worship, Jesus says, I'm stirring the waters. I'm stirring the waters Mm -hmm. and he says tell everybody in here that you don't have to leave carrying your mat that you can leave carrying your mat that you don't have to leave with those excuses of things that would keep year after year keeps us from getting into the flow of the living stream and Jesus looked up at because he caused a commotion because it was on the sabbath you know, that religious spirit, it yeah. doesn't, wants to do things by the rules of man mm. instead of the spirit of God. Mm. God's saying, will you be willing to pick up your mat and yeah. don't make those excuses and carry those things around because you don't have to be lame yeah. anymore. Yeah. You don't have to be blind anymore. Yeah. We don't have to be lame anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But we can live. And we can walk in the power and in the presence of a holy God that's so holy. He is so
4: holy. Would
5: you let him be holy Mm. in your life today? Mm. And let him stir the waters of your heart Mm. to get that debris that's gotten stuck in there. Will you let him flush that out? And bring healing. Mm. Healing. Mm. And God, we'd release healing. Yes. We declare that every lame person would leave this place today, leaping oh, and you. running and walking.
2: Oh, thank you, Jesus.
5: In the power, in the breath mm. of a powerful resurrection. God, mm. the tomb is empty. The tomb is empty
0: thank you jesus thank you Jesus Jesus come on worship him worship him let not be don't be a spectator be a worshiper be a worshiper jesus wants to do something in this place today
4: hmm
0: Most of all, he doesn't want you to leave the same way you came in. If you thought that you could figure God out, think again. I think we often think that we got the formula for how God's going to work. We just don't. We need to learn to to flow in the river with God, because He wants to bless us and touch us and move in us more than we ever wanted for ourselves. And um, that was going to be one of the points in that sermon that I was going to preach, which will be preached another time. We just can't figure God out. You can't. Don't even try. Don't try to explain why God moves a certain way or another. Because all he is looking for is obedience. All he's looking is for us to step out and just do the out of the ordinary, abnormal things, right? Like, like Caroline, you on Wednesday, when you shared what you shared. That was a word for, at least we know one person that came and said, Yeah, that was for me. I don't know how many other people that was for. We we like to, you know what? What Angela was saying, what Evie brought out is it's a direction that we need to start thinking of. We have become conditioned to come to church on Sunday morning and to just hear the regular sermon, the normal thing, do the church thing. And I'm not necessarily against the church thing. But I also want a little more than that. I desire God to move in our lives so that He can actually have His way and not my way. What a notion, right? Like, do we actually come here for God or do we come for what are the reasons? I want everything that God has for me. And so think for a moment. Bring yourself back to when you were a child. In your father's house, in your mom's house. You had access to everything that was there, didn't you? I mean, some parents are a little stricter than others. (laughs) My dad would hide the Nutella from us when he would get his nap. Um, but we had access to everything else. You have the same access to everything else the word of God declares over each and every one of us. We have access. But why is it, guys? Why is it that we come discouraged on Sunday mornings and we leave discouraged? Why is it that we come in sick and we leave sick? Why is it that we come with turbulent thoughts in our minds and hearts and we leave the same way? Why is that? What are we missing out of this equation? Could it be that we are not actually taking the step forward and grabbing The thing that we need out of the shelf of God's divine provision and saying, this is mine. I think there might have been a hymn that said, it's mine, it's mine. Every promise in the book is mine. And this may be contrary to the way that you were maybe raised as a believer. You know, maybe the church that you attended all your life did not necessarily push forth the uh, understanding of the fact that everything that we have in God is ours. But it is. Jesus said, if you ask for anything in my name, what? What did he say? It shall be done. If two or three of you agree as touching anything on earth, it shall be done by my Father in heaven. If you have an offense... Leave it at the altar. Go make it right and then come back and offer your sacrifice. If you have a sin in your life, leave it at the altar. Make it right with God. He's your big brother, too. And then come back and offer your sacrifice. Whatever it is that we may be dealing with. I don't know, maybe this morning you're thinking, but you don't understand my situation. My business is doing terrible. My finances are down in the drain, down in the gutter. My family's a mess. I can't sleep at night. I can't seem to figure things out. I'm so glad you don't. Because you got a God who's got it all figured out. So why don't we go to him? So I want to take the last few minutes. And I want us to do something. We're starting the year. And, and my goal today was to allow us to, Just leave everything before Jesus, right? Just leave it all at his feet. And we're going to do that. Because I want to commit my life. I want to commit my concerns. I want to commit my worries and my anxieties. I want to commit it all to Jesus. And if you're struggling with a with a, a sickness or something, I want to make sure that that you know what we can leave that at Jesus' feet. If your children are not well, you know what? Let's bring them to the Lord. If you've got a son or a daughter that's no longer walking with Jesus, bring it to the Lord. Let's make church in 2023 be church. Not just do church, but be church. Not just do the things. We are so good at doing the things, but can we just be who God wants us to be? According to the word of God. Right? That's one of our Strongest value here as a church, if you're new here, one of our strongest and most precious values is that we believe in the connection between Word of God and the Spirit of God. The Spirit is tethered to the Word so that we can have full freedom in the Word of God while remaining anchored. Sorry, full freedom in the Spirit of God while remaining anchored in the Word. Of God, so I want to encourage you today. Get out of the ordinary and step into what God has for you.
6: It's funny. I just felt drawn. I, I figure I'll just sit there, and if it's supposed to be, he'll. Um, but. But it so ties in with everything um, 2023, right? It's, there's nothing magical about the changing of a year. But at the same time, there is this chance for a new beginning.
4: Mm.
6: And and a number of the things that you were talking about. Uh, this morning, I was just praying about, God, what do you have for us as your people? What do you have? And and the verse that came to mind is, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Mm. And and if you feel like you've been on the sideline, like you're just watching the game, and you're out of shape, you're sitting in the bleachers because you're not exercising like those other people, 24 people running up and down the field, and you're sitting there. And I feel like the Lord's like, "Now's the time to come out of the bleachers." Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and once again, not in, a, in that loving, kind way that God says, "Come on. Yeah, come closer to me. Yeah, and then there are those who've been in the game, and God goes, "But you know what? I have so much more, mm. so much more, so much more." Yeah, and that's what I feel like He's saying is, "Draw near to God. He'll draw near to you." And and once again, don't don't miss this chance of new beginning to say, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm getting off out of the bleachers. I'm getting in the game." Yeah. Um, I'm going to get closer and closer to you, Lord. And when we get closer to the Lord, um, we're going to touch the lives of those around us, of our family, of our friends, of our neighbors, of our community. As the heart of Jesus grows and grows in us, it changes everything we do, everything we do around us. Amen. So I just encourage you, uh, the enemy loves to sit there and go, just sit in the bleachers. Mm. And God's like, "Don't that's that's not what my children do. They get in the game."
7: So, thank you. Yeah. Hey, uh I'm Ro. It's actually Rodney, but people call me Ro. Um and we're new here. Just moved here a couple months ago, but I tell you what, uh this is it's amazing to feel the spirit of the Lord here.
4: Mm-hmm. And
7: um I was like, "No, nah, you didn't want me to share anything." And the Lord was like, Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, So, uh, again, talking about the pool and just kind of the common theme of what the Lord's doing here this morning. Um, Draw close to the Lord. He would draw close to you. Pick up your mat Mm. and walk. And, And I think for me, there's been a lot of times where I'm like, all right, Lord. Go ahead. And he said, hey, man. Ro, because he calls me Ro. G- get up. Stand up. And come here. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us sometimes, will, or again, me, I'll say it's me, that I'll think that, well, wait, wait, it's not me. It's all the Lord. Yeah, that's right. You getting up, you picking up that mat is the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's his strength that we're able to get up. He didn't ask him. He didn't ask the man, can you? He said, do you want to walk? Well, then get up. Mm -hmm. Some of you want to be free. Get up. Get up. Mm. I'm a retired wrestling coach. And I would tell my guys a lot of the times when we're on bottom, get up. It's not, obviously that's different, but it's not by our strength that we're getting up. It was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is dead. Mm. There's an active and passive role in what we do in our role with Jesus Christ. That active role is still not us. That is the Holy Spirit. Come on. That is the son of God that brings us to take action. So even when it's us, it's not us. Mm-mm. Amen? We're sitting here, and some of you need, some of us need to get up. Stop waiting. Let the Holy Spirit work through you. And guess what happens then? His glory is seen, and it's not just in your life that's, that's going to make a difference. Now you're blessing other people. Now you're bringing his glory to the community. Now you're bringing the glory to this land, to this state, to this country, to this world. And you're like, oh, wait a second. I thought we were just talking about my anxiety. Hmm. We're talking about God being a lot bigger than what we can ever think Come or hope or yeah, imagine. Yeah, yeah. Amen? Amen. So. Thank
0: you. Wow. <clears throat>
8: The reason I feel like I need to get up is because everything that Jeff and Rose said, God was speaking to me before they even came up here. Mm. And I I, I thought about our society, whether it be a movie theater or a sports arena, um, performance theater, Mm. our culture is about filing in, sitting in our seat, watching, enjoying the entertainment, and then going home. Yeah. And we have adapted that philosophy and practice to church. The the American church does not look like the other early church. In fact, it doesn't even look like churches around the world as God's moving in power and strength. But the thing is, everything that they said, press into the Lord, get up. You know, when Jesus walked the earth and he went through a town. People couldn't stay away. They pressed into him. They listened to every word he said. They pressed into him wanting to be healed. They pressed into him wanting to know the truth. They pressed into him, is this the Messiah? They gave up everything. People took tents and just followed from town to town. They got serious about... Jesus and I said this in prayer this morning and I'll say it again we are far too familiar with the God we barely know let me say it again we are far too familiar with the God we barely know you can talk the talk but everything about God everything about God is relationship everything. There's nothing that's not about relationship, about family. So you're sitting there as you have many times wanting God to just do something, do it. But we have to move. We have to change. We have to seek, change our position, change our mindset. Now, now listen to this. The enemy, wants you to sit right there and not move wants you to sit right there and not develop relationships wants you to sit right there and not get into the word spend time with the lord every day he doesn't want you to do that so he tells you you're not worth it he tells you you're not capable he tells you your problems are too big he tells you you'll you'll never amount to anything whatever those lies are he's continuing to tell you those things and because you've believed them You don't do what you need to do. So first, let me just say that getting out of your comfort zone is really the only way it's going to work. It's not going to be comfortable. It's not going to be easy. You won't like it. Uh, I'm telling you, this whole year of 2022 was not easy and comfortable. I didn't like it, but God did a work in my life and he changed me and the, the, re- the causes of the changes was not something I liked but he changed me so you have to make a decision really do you want your life to exhibit the power of God do you want you to grow in the Lord Do you want to be a mature Christian do you want to be able to be a benefit to the kingdom of God do you want to be a, t- a benefit to the body here to the people you're in relationship with, or you're just waiting for somebody to do something for you. It's your choice, it's your choice. But I think in this year, 2023, as we draw near to the coming of the Lord, God's cranking it up a little, little, little higher, a little tighter, a little stronger, a little hotter. It's gonna. There's gonna be a time where you you're gonna have to make a choice, or you're gonna be one of those many that fall away, as the scripture talks about. Um,
9: Happy New Year's! I wasn't trying to come up here. I was like, okay, Um, 2023. I know to see the water, and we're talking about the pool. You know how you got the kiddie pool? You got that little splash. Like, yeah, it's a pool still, but you can see. Well, I see how God is trying to increase your capacity, capacity, and there's more. So, you don't want to have a big pool in the backyard and it's like a little splash. you're just kicking your feet. Like, increase your capacity because as your capacity increases, identity increase, And there's power that's waiting for you. Like, this is the most I felt God's presence. There's so much more of Him. But as my brother said, Robert, you got to get outside yourself. You got to get outside your comfort zone. You have to get outside of. Well, this is what I'm I'm comfortable here. This feels good. You know, I don't like to feel uncomfortable. I don't like to cry. I'm not that. But God is calling to you that because there's power. There's new identity. There's, I mean, you're cutting heads off. He wants you to cut heads off in the spirit. So it's time to get in there because the enemy doesn't like us and he doesn't, he, he wants to hurt us, destroy us, kill us. You know, he's not our friend. And God is trying to equip us in 2023, not just to play in the waters, but to like really pull the people out of the waters. You know, it's not just a pool to be hanging out and everything. But he wants to increase your power, the authority and everything like that. So it's when I forgot my brother Rob said, I like it's like it until remember Rocky four when Rocky was getting beat up. I, it's always boxing with me. when Rocky was getting beat up and the Russian man was like, I'm getting it. And then the enemy is like, ha ha, you know, I'm beating you up. And he's like, if I just get up and God didn't say, just trust me and get up. Right. Trust me and get up. Because once you just need one more hit, you just need one hit and you're taking them out. So if it's the children, if it's the family, if the finances, the business, is the bloodline, is it like that thing that's wearing you out at nighttime? Get up, and I decree, hello, I decree the get up. And the 2023 is not just a floods, because you know when water comes up, you ride, things rises. So as you be upon the water, the water rises that you get up. So we touch and agree of the get up in your spirit, in your mind, your heart, your spirit. There's power within you and the get up to fight. You shall fight. You shall live. You'd be declaring the clear decree, you know. So I, we touch and agree that it's an open portal for the more. Increase the capacity. All right. Amen to that. Amen. Thank
2: you. Uh, b- before, before we get to the second touch, just one quick thing about anxiety as that word unfolded this morning, I thought about anybody ever flown in an airplane? And you go through turbulence, right? The turbulence is at the lower level. And you go through the turbulence, and guess what happens? You get to like 32,000 feet. The air's clear up there. The turbulence is gone. And I believe the Lord is saying to us today, come up here, come up here. Revelation chapter four, verses one and two. There was turbulence in the church. There was going to be turbulence in the world. And the Lord said to John, come up here. And guess what? When you get up here, you see Jesus sit, sitting on the throne. He's not he's not pacing around. He's not worried. He's not concerned. There's no anxiety in heaven. And he says, come to the throne. Come to the throne of grace. Come up here. So Father, first of all, we want to do that, Lord God. The, t- the turbulence is on these lower levels and we just want to come up to where you are today lord where the turbulence is gone where there's peace where it's finished lord thank you for that in jesus name and i shared in the pre-service prayer about the story in mark chapter 8 this guy was blind and jesus the son of god healed him and he said can you see now he said yeah i see but it looks like Men look like trees walking. It's blurry. I believe that's a word for you today, for me today. It's blurry when we look at God. We see him. I'm working on the Instruction 101 about the Christian worldview, biblical worldview. But for many of us, we know God, but it's blurry. You know, as Robert said, we know him, but we, we know him not enough. We know our identity in Christ, but not enough. It's blurry. We look at 2023 and we have a little bit of vision, but it's blurry. I believe the Lord says, I wanna give you another touch. I wanna make it so you can see clearly. How about that? I can see clearly now. I'm gonna start singing one of these secular songs again. I can see clearly now. (laughs) Father, we thank you, Lord. I pray, Father, just lay hands on somebody close to you. Join at hands or something. Father, we say to all everybody here, Lord, we want to see clearly. Lord, we want another touch, Lord. No matter how many touches we've received, no matter how many encounters we've had, we want another touch, Lord. We want to be encountered again. We want our eyes to be fully healed, Lord God. No more blurry vision, Lord. No more blurry vision. We want to see through the lens of the Holy Spirit today, Lord God. We wanna see ourselves rightly. We wanna see you rightly, Lord. We wanna see our family members rightly, our wayward kids rightly. We wanna see it all rightly. So give us another touch, Lord. we just lay hands on ourselves. We lay hands on our friends. Lord, we need another touch. We wanna see clearly now. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.
0: Hey, thank you for watching the Sermon of the Week. We pray that you were blessed by it and you felt prompted to act upon what the Spirit of God was saying to you. If you live in the Charlotte area, we would love for you to come and worship with us at one of our weekend gatherings. That way you can find out more about our church family and what we value most. We encourage you also to give to our ministry so that we might continue spreading the gospel of Jesus to our city and throughout the world. To do so, you simply go to missioncommunity.cc, click on the Give button, and the rest is simple. Lastly, I would encourage you to check out the remaining content on our YouTube channel. And don't forget to subscribe, that way you will receive all of the reminders for fresh content that we put out. Have a wonderful rest of your day. May God bless you and thank you again for watching this week's message.